Right, thank you so much. I'd rather be with you in the flesh, with all of you. I want to hug you. I want to hold you all, you know. But um, this is what God has ordained at the moment, so this is good enough. And what a time we are in, in this lockdown. Um, I just find it a time to sit with Jesus and let him disciple us now. Let us come to him and sit with him and see from grassroots level what he will say to us. Because you see, when this lockdown is over, things cannot be the same again. Something, people aren't the same, you know, in homes, uh, whether it is church homes or the community, there is fear and trauma, even if you think you're not traumatized. We are all traumatized in some way or other through this, this virus and through the lockdown. And, um, and mental health has been affected and so on. And so if we are just going to go in a few weeks time or whenever into, well, now we're all gonna to be together again and, and life is gonna be as it was, it will never be as it was, never ever again. Something has shifted and changed. And in the weeks to come, you must probably find that we have, we can meet with 10 people and then 20, and then 30, and maybe only January next year or whatever, will we meet together as a bigger crowd. So in the meantime, what happens? So it's a matter of when we leave our homes, are we going to go back to the same format, expecting people to come to us, the communities to come to us? We will be dealing with a real broken society. We as the church will be the answer to a real broken society. Now in the past, discipleship was about um, sitting with somebody and they spoke to us and we went through the Bible and we learned concepts and so on. And that is brilliant. That must all still be. So we go through the Bible, it's still valid. Seeing we've got to change things need to change in our own lives and that's what discipleship does it's still valid um getting rid, rid of of sin and habits it's still valid but discipleship is more than sitting with someone and doing the talking i think while we're in lockdown we need to look at jesus as our model and I want to ask you and challenge you, while doing your other Bible studies, go to the Gospels. Look to see what would Jesus do. In the, there was a time when people wore bracelets with WWJD. What would Jesus do? This is a what would Jesus do time where we can get refreshed, where we can get uh, that simple faith, the knowledge of, of, of God. You know, in Matthew 26, um, we see the Great Commission, and we quote it often. And in Mark 16, it gets added to um, Matthew 26 is going to the world and, and make disciples. Um, Mark 16, it gets added to, and these signs will follow. And then in Acts 1, where Jesus says, wait, and we're in waiting now. For, and then the Holy Spirit came so that they would be witnesses. So it is interesting that um, 
in Mark 1, it says, One day Jesus was walking along the shore of the Sea of Galilee. He saw Simon and his brother Andrew throwing a net into the water, for they fished for a living. Jesus called out to them, Come, follow me, and I will show you how to fish for people. And so I just feel our last seasons were, uh, it was about us. We grew, we, we learned lots, we were, we were taught lots, and everything was about our growth in God, our deep theologic, theological concepts, which is brilliant because I love deep theological concepts. But somehow it wasn't changing the world. It wasn't changing people around us. Maybe it wasn't even changing us. Um, we would come and sit and be taught or in the week even come and sit and be taught. But somehow with a reset button being pressed, it's a matter of coming together for putting all that teaching into practice into and make it a training because we are well taught but we're not always well trained into how to do the stuff and you see christianity is about being like jesus and being jesus in the world and using our mouth our hands or whatever in the world and so jesus said to his disciples come i will show you and so he took time to sit with them and um, he spoke in the synagogue. He taught, he, he took his disciples apart, uh, away and he taught them and he told them what he was going to do. But it didn't end there. And so often I think most probably Western culture is it ends there. And we go home and... Um, Nothing really changes in society around us. And yet Jesus, when he took the disciples, he, he taught them. He spent most of his time on the streets. Um, John Wimber says, the meat, we are always looking for meat. We want meaty preachings, but the meat is in the street, John Wimber said. Wonderful quote, the meat is the outworking of the gospels and even whether it's the book of acts what everything is really out there so i just see us as coming together and um, and as groups going to right into our communities and what an opportunity a window of opportunity has opened for us to be able to go to neighbors to wherever and say we're from with the church. We're from Jubilee Church. We've just come to see how are you? How have you fared through this? So if we are expecting people again to come to us in our halls or whatever, I think we're going to be asking quite a lot of people now because people are broken. There is a fear and, and the mental health and trauma that we're going to have to cope with after this is going to be quite huge and therefore i just feel the reset button is starting where we at looking to see what what did jesus do in all these things 
we must remain in scripture. We've got to read the Bible and, and let it be so full in us. Download, if, you, if you're not into reading, then uh, listen online, listen to uh, the Bible online. But then we need to be praying and, and as though short, Father God, please come and help. Father, Father, worship. We need to sing a little louder. There must be a worship going up like never before. We need to sit and meditate. You know, we're such rushed. We're also busy. I think of my past life five weeks ago. Busy, 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 busy. And our Sunday mornings are busy because there's a time and we're busy. But to take time to actually meditate, to look at a scripture and say, what are you saying? Lord, speak deep into me like never before, because we're going through a time like never before. And therefore, the old ways don't, don't really cut it now when we're sitting at home and can't be with our friends or feel the atmosphere of other people and the presence of the Lord among his people. We've got to do it in a way that is totally different. And yet, you know, Tom, while we were singing, I felt the presence of God so much that I thought I mustn't cry, I mustn't cry because I'm going to be speaking soon. And so it actually works. God has made it that this works, but it's how we are tuned into him that does the job. It's about taking the gospels and actually studying. What did he do? Oh, he did this. Now, when, I'm, when I can, I'm going to um, go and knock on a door. But I want to challenge you now already. When you go for your exercise walk, um, if you go into the fields and all that, that's brilliant. But when you come home, walk down some street, walk a few streets from your house, walk along the road and say, Lord, where is the house of peace? Where is the man or woman of peace? And go and walk past that house with each of your exercise trips. And, and you know what? When you ask God for a house of peace, walk until something is highlighted, you will know. He's, he said to his disciples, I'm sending you out. Now go and look for the man of peace. And with me, the way I've always worked from when I was a Christian, from when I got saved, was I studied the Gospels. And so I did what Jesus said. I really believe that what we, he said we must do. And so I went into the streets and said, okay, Lord, which house is mine? And, you know, he showed me something. He speaks or something gets highlighted or somebody comes to the gate and then I know they are mine. And so while we're in lockdown and we can't really go to people's homes, it's, it's to, to, to claim that house. This is one thing you can name, claim and frame is a house and you and you walk past it every day and say father god will you look after those people will you bless them will you keep all anxiety from them father god will you break fear over them and then when we are finished with lockdown you take somebody or one or two people with you. i know we're supposed to go in twos if we follow jesus but when i went at first when i was newly saved Nobody wanted to go with me, so I went as one. And because of some other religions going in twos, people are a bit scared of two. 
So I go with Reese just to break that, but to go and knock on the door and say, we the church, and uh, we've just come to find out. Um, is there anybody else sick? How have you coped? Is there anything we can do for you? And, you know, don't go with the intention of giving the gospel, although we want everybody to be saved. That is way back there. We want them saved. But um, it's a matter of go to make a friend. Please, people, don't go to, we're the church and we've come to, please go and make a friend. Go and love people. But go to the house that, that God has given you. Father God, will you give each of us a house? Will you give each of us that man or woman of peace in the house? I want to ask you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, give us somebody so that when the lockdown's finished, even if we're only meeting with three people uh, to start off with, we can take those three with us and we can go and visit each of our lockdown homes. Um, Jesus spoke in crowds and then he took the, the, his disciples away. You see, we meet one-on-one -on -one with disciples or people we are mentoring or whatever, um, and we teach them, but we actually don't then give them jobs to do as in, or say to them, come with me and I'll do you good. I'm going to go and pray with some people now, come with me. And I think this next season is a lot of come with me because we've really got to put our Christianity into practice now. It is time for the practice of all. We are so well taught. We are so trained. We are so fat in our knowledge of God. And uh, God has given us the opportunity now to, um, to say, now let's put it into practice. Um, it's interesting that Lex Loisides has just been reading. He's an evangelist for New Frontiers, living in, in he's, he's English, but living in Cape Town. And God led him to read in this past week, Power Evangelism by John Wimber. And you think, why would Lex, who's on the ball, he's once the new book, gone back to Power Evangelism, and I just thought that was a confirmation to me of what God is saying to us. As church, it's time to put all our theology into practice. It's time to actually believe him that we can heal the sick. He said, go and heal the sick. And the, he sent the 12 out and they did it. And he, you see, he's not a man that he would lie. God is not a man that he would lie. Has he said it and will he not act? And therefore he sent the 12 out and they did it. And okay, they were special. But then he sent the 72 out and they did exactly the same stuff. So I feel in our next season, it's a time for, for traveling, for going to places and actually putting the stuff into practice. We, we hear of these old age uh, homes where people are just being forgotten and dying. Now, when this lifts, are some of us going to go into those homes and say, you know what, we're the church, we've come to see, you are not forgotten, we've come to pray with you. The, the harvest is ripe. You know, you know uh, Jesus said, um, 
the, 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 the harvest is ripe, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest. And so, Father, I'm asking for Jubilee Church. I'm asking the Lord of the harvest. Will you raise up this church, workers, to do the stuff? Lord, I know they've had words spoken over them as a healing place. And so, Father, we want a healing place in that building, but we also want a healing place of carriers of the kingdom in society, wherever we walk, wherever we go, in Jesus' name. So our, our how will it look when lockdown is finished? Do we ignore people? Do we go back to getting people to come to us? Or do we do both, the both and? We get together first as small groups. Do you know when we get together at first, we are going to weep. We are going to hug each other. It's, it's not going to be business as usual. There is going to be a time of gratitude. We will be on our faces before God for, for lifting the lockdown, for breaking the hold of this thing over us. We are going to be so in community. I think what I've enjoyed about this, I hate this virus. I hate being in solitary like this. I can't stand it. And Father, we ask that you break the hold of this thing in the name of Jesus. But what I've enjoyed is the community. I feel I'm more in a community online like this than I have been in society or in local church or whatever because we've been very individual we all do our work and we come home and so on but community is where we sew together in everything where we talk things through where we stir each other up to do more than we've done before and so i really feel god is stirring you and you the first people number one that i do a live thing to so I'm practicing while I'm doing it and number two to give this message because I know that you guys are have all these prophecies over you you have been so it's like you've been waiting you've been waiting for such a time as this to actually take what God has given you and take it out in the streets and take it out in society but the world really needs to see the church in action this will cause trouble for us. There will be persecution. People aren't going to like it that the church is rising up to be the answer. But do you know what? We will be so close to God. We will come back with stories of, do you know what happened? I went into a home and, uh, and I laid hands on someone and the mental health was healed immediately. And I went in and laid hands on somebody who was sick and they were they were just healed. And it'll be so normal that in the end, we won't even tell the stories because it's just normal. And I just believe people are gonna to come to you as Jubilee and say, can we come with you? Can we come with you? Because God has put something in your fiber already. I've used you as an example at other places of, of your worship. As soon as worship starts, that amazes me when we go on these church weekends away, nine o'clock or whatever on a, on a Saturday morning, the worship starts and everybody should be bleary eyed and 
you play the guitar and the Holy Spirit is in. Everybody bursts out in tongues. And I just think, I just don't see this. So I have already stirred other churches in what you're doing. So I feel it's God's well done to you to say, now, come on. Next step is to actually put this all in practice. Just take a team and go and bless another church even. It's not the time for people to come to us. It's a time for us to go to the people. It's the Jesus time. It's the gospel time. It's, the, it's not the time. I love high theology. I love meat. And we must know and not be fooled. Be careful of being fooled by stuff. But it's, uh, it's the time to take the meat and to actually put it in its simple form and to believe Jesus. Time to go back to the Gospels. Then all that we've learned from, uh, from everything else will come into play as we go in and we knock on doors. We say we've just come to bless you. So, Father God, I want to pray for Jubilee Church. I want to ask. And if you're up for it, I want you to put your hands up to receive from God now. I want to ask for another fresh commissioning on Jubilee so that, Father, something will happen even from today in homes where you come and visit. Will you come and visit people with your Holy Spirit? Empower them in a whole new way. Father, as they go out to walk, show each one where their man or woman of peace is. Which house? Which house do they pray into regularly and which house do they go to first when the lockdown is finished? I want to ask, Lord, that the discipling will be sitting with you, sitting with each other and learning, but then going to do the stuff. John Wimber said, when do we get to do the stuff? And his pastor at the time said, we believe it and we talk about it, but we don't do it. Father God, I want to ask for Jubilee Church to be uh, uh, hearers of the word and doers of the word. In Jesus' name, amen.